It's time to dive into this game a little deeper. On today's episode of the Locked on Browns podcast, me and Jeff will tell you offense, defensive matchups, where some areas that the Carolina Panthers are dangerous at. We'll do it all coming up next on the Locked on Browns podcast. You are Locked on Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB, the Lockdown Browns podcast, brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Your hosts, Jeff Lloyd at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, part of 92.3, the fan with the barbershop pregame, postgame show. Very busy guy this time of year, Mr. Garrett Bush. At G Bush 91, today's episode of Lockdown Browns presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players. And if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code all caps, no space, locked on. That's prizepicks.com. Promo code locked we're going to dig in here today. Uh, yesterday, uh, Joe Thomas on the uh, show. So want to thank everybody. Of course, for us, that was, you know, it, it just incredible, incredible sit down. Um, th- there is no better person in this world than Joe Thomas. Just a quality, quality human being. So if you haven't checked that out, please do. We got crossover Thursday coming this week. We got pregame coverage coming this week. Uh, a lot here coming. Uh, I'm going to start to basically dig into the Panthers a little bit deeper here. Uh, and we'll start on the offensive side of the ball. Um, because, look, as much as anybody wants to paint this, that this is the Cleveland Browns versus Baker Mayfield, just as we've been saying about Deshaun Watson, there does happen to be 52 other players on that roster down in Carolina. Um, you know, offensively, and I, thought, I think we touched on this, and this is something that I think a lot of people are not, you know, focusing enough on is this is, you know, Baker Mayfield's first start with Carolina. It's not like he was traded, you know, you know, during free agency, it's not like he was traded, you know, before the draft, during the draft, he was traded much well after. So Baker Mayfield, a late arrival to Carolina. So if you wanted to get the opportunity to face him, we knew the Browns were, you know, the Panthers were on the schedule. The new Browns were going to have to face him. You want to get this as early as possible before he gets his feet wet. Uh, You know, you're going to deal with Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey's at that weird spot in his career. Um, Because we're going to see if a healthy Christian McCaffrey is still what Christian McCaffrey was when he was dominating the NFL as far as the running back position. He's at that age now where maybe it's time where you know things start to slow down a little bit. So it's going to be interesting to see where you know he is at. DJ Moore is a special, special wide receiver. Uh, plays well within the slot. Can do things. You know, jet sweeps, bubble screens. Good vertical receiver. Special, special talent. Um, you know, and Joe highlighted this yesterday and, you know, I, I can't get enough of it. I mean, I don't care where you were drafted if you were a top 10 player. Um, but if you are drawing Miles Garrett in your first NFL start, it's a difficult, difficult road to be in. And when you look at this and you keep in mind that you have Jadavian Clowney on the other side of the ball. Um, so again, what do you do? Where do you give the assistance to? Where do you give the help to? Um, you know, uh, right tackle uh, for the... Panthers, Tyler Moten, good player, not a great player. Funny enough, Austin Corbett, former John Dorsey draft darling, is the starting right guard for the Panthers. Um, 
But you look at the offensive side of the ball here, and look, you know, we know. And the thing with Baker Mayfield is, I wouldn't call Baker make Baker Mayfield a streaky player. I think Baker Mayfield's a, a, a in the zone player. When he is going well, he is just capable of causing you know mass mass destruction. Um, but I will not step back from what I've talked about from this Browns defense. They're going to go against this team. And, you know, Joe hinted at it yesterday. And it, it, it's been out there that the Browns defense was certainly unhappy with Baker Mayfield's play last year. Um, they were doing everything they can to basically get off the field and give the Browns offense opportunities. And it certainly was not clicking in that respect. Um, I, I, the Browns are a better overall team. There's no way around this. Yes, the Browns, there's going to be some, you know, learning steps here as his team gets familiar with Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett gets familiar with this team and new players get, you know, integrated into this offense. Um, but there are players on this Panthers offense, Garrett, and it's going to be interesting to see, you know, if and how, you know, the Browns can defend them. And I, for me, the key of it is, is you know, I know all the talk is Baker Mayfield, but the key of it isn't Baker Mayfield. The key of it is Christian McCaffrey. Couldn't agree more. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, uh, when you look at his skill set for skill set, is one of the most talented receivers in the league. He's one of the most talented runners in the league. He can return the uh, kicks. He can return punts. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He can run routes. And obviously, he's a, he's a really good running back. Only thing that's, uh, that's you know, played Christian McCaffrey so far is the fact that he hasn't been able to stay uh, healthy and stay on the field. So um, that's one thing that's always a, a specter in the back of your mind if you're the Carolina Panthers. But when he is playing, when he's effective, when you're giving him the ball, he opens up everything else that you want to do. So when you watch this game, Baker Mayfield is going to um, be a part of the screen game. It's going to be some short throws. There's going to be some trying to get him on time and on rhythm, getting to his back foot punt and throwing the football, getting it out. And so and there's going to be some couple easy reads that they're going to try to get him to go to. Um, but to be truthful, uh, the guy who's, who makes it go is Christian McCaffrey, when you look at that. Um, DJ Moore is a good, uh, good receiver. Robbie Anderson is, is another guy that can get deep. Uh, so they have some solid receivers. They have some solid guys. Offensive line is 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 decent. I wouldn't say I wouldn't call them a top five or top ten offensive offensive line. I think they're somewhere in the middle of the road. As you already spoke about, they drafted the kid out of NC State. Joe said he uh, he's one of the better run blockers, um, but pass blocking not so much. So when you got that and you're going against um you're going against Miles Garrett, the key to this game is Joe Woods has a lot of veterans back. Joe Woods is a guy that does not like to blitz a lot. Most likely they're gonna be playing a combination of quarters defense um in, in the secondary. So zone, they don't they'll play some man, but they more than more, mostly play cover four, cover three, then then man uh, man coverage. They don't bring uh, a lot of heat. So one of the things that we need to see is giving Baker Mayfield multiple looks, giving him a look where now all of a sudden he thinks it's cover one, but it's not really, it's cover three. He thinks it's cover four, but it's cover one. And then up front, you could get some pressure by just bringing twist tech stunts, um, you know, tackle in, uh, going inside, a defensive tackle wrapping around, uh, bringing JOK looking like you're going to blitz. All those things that you should be doing every single snap, you should be giving Baker Mayfield a different look. Every single snap, you're going to have to have him. I want his processor to work. I want him, his clock to have to work every single play. And when he does that, he's, he's shown in the past, he struggled. He gets balls tipped at the line of scrimmage. 
Sometimes he doesn't throw on time. Sometimes he doesn't throw with anticipation. All of those things are things that the Cleveland Browns can manipulate to, to really give Baker a hard time. They have a nice roster on, on that side of the ball, but they're not elite. They're not, they're not great. They're really average in a lot of areas. And the Browns, I believe, can exploit some of that coming up on Sunday. I think this also might be one where, you know, maybe Joe Woods is maybe going to dial up a little bit of pressure because, you know, look, Baker Mayfield is not as comfortable as one should be, you know, within the offensive system. Um, he just hasn't had enough time. Um, I, I doubt the Carolina Panthers are going to be rolling out the entire playbook. Um, and as we all know, and as we've all seen firsthand, when Baker Mayfield doesn't have his first read or his second read open, there's usually some pause and hesitation to getting to the third read and his final read and his dump off. And for, you know, that is something the Browns have to exploit. And, you know, we'll continue to say this like we did yesterday. Um, at this point in time, you have to think Joe Woods and the Browns know Baker Mayfield better than anybody in Carolina does as far as what his capabilities are, what his deficiencies are as well. And, you know, with Baker not being fleet of foot, with the fact that Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney are probably just as athletic, you know, are, are more athletic than him and probably weigh 80 pounds more, uh, could make for an extremely, extremely long day here. But again, the key of it all is going to be able to control Christian McCaffrey because you want to keep the Panthers basically playing from behind. You'd rather Baker throwing all day than having them dictate to you how they are going to use Christian McCaffrey. So certain, certainly to monitor as far as that goes. We're going to flip it up here. We're going to look a little bit more here at the uh, Carolina Panthers defensive side of the ball here. There's some names there. A couple of players in the secondary stand out. You know, they have a pass rush, or not the caliber of Miles Garrett, um, but certainly a special player within his own right. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest lockdown. Browns. It's almost the start of the NFL season. Man, do I love this time of the year. And if you're into sports betting or fantasy, you need a competitive edge to win. That's why I highly recommend the Elias Game Plan app. It's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. Elias Game Plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stat. The Elias Sports Bureau is the official statisticians of the U.S. Pro Leagues, including the NFL. This app really is your one-stop source for player news and league-validated player stats and team records. Perfect the preseason. You get player previews to help you draft a winning fantasy team and team previews so you know what to expect as the regular season kicks off. With Elias, it's something I've always used. Now that the app is there, it just makes it easier. Um, You go in, injuries, they've got it. They've got the latest right there. Did the guy practice? Did he not practice? Did he partially practice? I can follow my favorite teams and players so I can quickly access all the news and updates for the players and the teams. The app clearly labels betting options. NFL season is right around the corner, so don't wait. Download the Elias Game Plan app today. And right now, I have a special offer when you subscribe. Get a 14-day free trial off a monthly subscription plan, but only if you use the promo code LOCKEDONNFL. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Play Store today and use the promo code LOCKEDONNFL. Prize picks. Prize picks. Daily Fantasy Sports. 
you can go pick two to five players that you think are going to be up for a good week. If I'm doing this, what I usually like to do is I'll I'll do a Thursday night game. I'll do the Sunday night game or the Monday night game. There's only one game on, so you pick a few players in that game. It spices up the action a little bit for you. Again, you can pick two to five players. If they go and score more or less than the prize pack projection, you can win up to 10 times your money all on any entry. There is no competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. The NFL, the NBA, the MLB, college football, college basketball, men's and women's soccer, WNBA, eSports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, and even golf. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play Daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a $100 instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code Locked On. If you deposit $100, prize picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, prize picks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter the promo code Locked On, all caps, no space, at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. We went over. Uh, the offensive side of the football for the Carolina Panthers. Now let's just go over the defensive side of the football. Uh, Carolina, uh, you know, has some guys up, uh, up front. Brian Burns is a guy who is a, is a nice pass rusher that they have up front. Um, you know, they, they have a, a, a decent linebacking core. And when you look at it uh, on the defensive line, they don't have anybody, uh, you know, in terms of too, too much depth at defensive tackle. Uh, one thing that, that I look at with this secondary and in the uh the actually the back seven is the Browns, you know, they're not going against uh the San Francisco 49ers. They're not going against uh some of these de- these great uh, defensive uh teams that have multiple cornerbacks that are awesome. Um you know, Carolina is once again a solid team. Um but when you look at it, the Browns should have an offensive advantage when it looks like in the trenches. When you look at it, not sure if Jack Conklin is going to play. But if the, even if they have Hubbard or or um, Hubbard or, or the, what's the kid from Cincinnati is um, he's escaping my name Hudson uh, Hudson yes Hudson either they, 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 we call that H two Hubbard or Hudson um, if they at least have those guys you still should be able to run the football um, that's the advantage the Cleveland Browns have and it's in the trenches so when you look at it and one of the best ways to stop a pass rusher. It's to run right at him. Uh, my coach used to always say it's kind of hard to get off. Uh, it's kind of hard to sack the quarterback when you always got to get off a double team. When you're always getting zone blocked, you're doing the certain things like that. Um, so statistically, they haven't given up, I believe, uh, according to Pro Football Focus, defensive-wise, they haven't given up uh, that many points uh, or, or total defense. I think it was second. It either was in points or in uh, yards given up. But they, they have certain categories where they – where they do excel, um, but in general, you're looking at a middle-of-the-road defense. And, and when you're the Cleveland Browns, I think you got an advantage up front. I think you can exploit some things, and especially when you have a rotation of running backs like the Browns have. I really think Jeff that Jake can still come in and run the football, and there will be some availability to throw short intermediate passes uh, in the passing game uh, if they can give Jacoby Brissett some time. There's no question. And, you know, for the Browns' offensive line here – um, you're going to get some guys who are, you know, athletic defensive ends in Gross Matos out of Penn State. 
Um, and of course, you know, Brian Burns. Um, but these are the kind of guys, when you run in wide zone, you expect your tackles to basically just shove them out as far as possible. And, you know, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Terry Ernest Johnson, they're either going to beat around the end, the D end who's going to get hooked most likely by the tackle, or if the D end does what he's supposed to do, it creates the cutback lanes. Shaq Thompson is an nice linebacker. Um, for me, kind of similar to a player like Roquan Smith from the Chicago Bears. The Browns had Roquan Smith spinning last year where the Browns faced the Bears. Um, you know, the, when it's not there and you can go to those cutback lanes like Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt have the ability to do, the intelligence to do, knowing exactly when to plant that foot. And instead of going east-west, transition to going north-south. Uh, special opportunity there. Secondary-wise, you know, J.C. Horn was a really, really, you know, bright name going into his rookie last year, rookie year last year. Uh, some injuries. Um, I still think J.C. Horn's going to be a solid, capable player. So the question will be between J.C. Horn, Deontay Jackson, who is going to draw basically the Amari Cooper assignment um, with help most likely from safety Jeremy Chin. But with that, you also have to worry about, you know, how you were going to handle Harrison Bryant and David Njoku. These are difficult matchups. Harrison Bryant runs routes like a wide receiver does. David Njoku, as we always say, he's basically too fast for linebackers and he's too big for safeties. So that is something there. But I really think the Browns offensive line, and even with the recent addition of Joe Haig, I don't know if Joe Haig's necessarily going to be a factor for this week. Um, but looking at his relative athletic score, he is somebody that should really fit this Browns idea of what they want to do on the offensive side. Um, solid, solid athlete. His athletic testing, very, very similar to Jack Conklin. This is what wide zone teams look for in tackles. They want athleticism. They don't necessarily need bulk. They need players who can play well in space and get to that space and get there quickly. Um, you know, so it'd be interesting if it turns out that Conklin is a no go. My guess is it probably would be Chris Hubbard because, uh, you know, um, uh, James Hudson, the athletic makeup for James Hudson does have some questions as to, you know, why the Browns had the interest in him that they did. But again, it could have been somebody that Bill Callahan saw similar than he did with Wyatt Teller years ago and said, well, here's a player I believe in. Um, he's going to have to do some work himself to see if he can make that transition. We'll see how it works with Hudson. Um, I'm sorry with, yeah, with Hudson. But with Hubbard, the possibility of probably getting the start here this week, we'll see the way it works with Jack Conklin. I keep telling you, we're getting that eerie feeling like we did last year, you know, where everything seemed fine. And then Odell didn't play the first two weeks. The Browns kind of wanted to do some load management. Management. I wonder if we're getting that type, same type of scenario here um, with Jack Conklin. And look, Jacoby Brissett, uh, you know, look, you haven't gotten to play with Maury Cooper yet. You really haven't gotten to play with the upper echelon you know, uh, wide receivers yet, or you certainly haven't had the comfortability of having Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt to lean on yet. You got to come out. You got to pay clean. You cannot leave things on the field. These blocks have to be made. Um, you got to go, you know, running backs got to get north and south. Guys have to catch the ball. That is paramount. Donovan Peoples-Jones, David Bell, Anthony Schwartz, your opportunities are going to be there. You have to come through with them. They truly need somebody other than David Njoku and Amari Cooper to step up. There's got to be threats out there. Otherwise, you can start taking two people and isolate them on one person and just absolutely take players out of the game. And for Jacob Brissett, that's going to mess up the uh, progression that he goes through his reads because um, you're going to look at Amari Cooper. You're going to look David Njoku. If these guys are flat out covered, then you get in a third and four, and then you're getting to a question where we know Jacoby Brissett 
and his mobility is not what you hope it is. Um, he's a guy that doesn't really get out of the pocket. He's just not that agile. So you don't want to get in a position where Jacoby Brissett has to start creating himself because it's just not something he has the ability to do. So the, you know, I, I think the, uh, it's there for the Browns offense to get it done. I wouldn't be surprised if it maybe started a little bit slow as Brissett, you know, finds his way with Cooper, you know, the running backs and look, they haven't taken a carry all summer. I don't care that they didn't, but you can expect a little bit of slowness, slowness getting out of the gates from them on Sunday, Garrett. You know, I, I watched him tape and you, and, and would you go be Brissett in Indianapolis? And um, when he's on time, when he's throwing the ball, and when he's getting through his progressions and reads, he could be very viable as a quarterback. Where you, where he starts to get in trouble a little bit is if he starts being back there with happy feet um, and kind of moving around in the pocket, throwing off different levels and platforms. Being a playmaker outside of the platform or outside of the pocket is not something he's known for. So they have to be cognizant of that and make sure that he's not running around doing different things. Um, and I, what we call trying to be a playmaker. Hey, we just want you to deliver the ball. Um, and, and if nothing there, throw it in the stands. If the, you know, take the check down, take some other things. All he needs to do is make about three to four plays where there are throws where they're taking a little bit of a, of, of a risk. So um, that that's what, what the objective is with Jacoby. Um, we're going to transition here. Um, you know, want to talk a little bit about Robbie Anderson from the Panthers because, you know, the Browns at times have had, um, issues covering deep, certainly something we maybe want to focus on a little bit there. And, you know, I do think in you know, the Miles Garrett matchup, one is certainly an intriguing one. And of course, you know, a lot of eyes and we'll see, I mean, the eyes are going to be on, you know, Ethan Procise as he makes his, uh, you know, first career start for the Cleveland Browns Sunday in Carolina, Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest Locked On Browns. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There is a new flavor. Are you ready? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough. Of course, it's covered in chocolate. Built has done it again. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Like all Built Bars, the new cookie dough chunk puff is covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they're healthy and tasty chocolate-covered cookie dough with a light, fluffy texture. Oh, so good. You're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff, whether you need a snack for your workout, a late-night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite. Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built Bar. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON15 and get 15% off your order. Again, promo code Locked on 15. Welcome back to the Locked on Brown podcast. G. Bush in the building. Jeff Lloyd in the building. Make sure you are definitely subscribed to the channel. Season wrapping up. Season actually starting to ramping up. Um, and and we, we're here for you. Every single day we'll be dropping uh, content. So you don't want to miss everything. So make sure you hit the like button. So this content gets out to other Browns fans. Make sure you subscribe so you know exactly when we are dropping and continuing to make the Locked on Brown podcast your first listen uh, every single day and wherever you download your podcast. Uh, so, Jeff, we talked about offense. We talked about defense. Now let's talk about some areas where keys to the victory um, and, and places where the Cleveland Browns should be able to, to, to uh, excel and bring home a W. Um, I, I think one of the areas that we need to see is special teams. Um, we need a, a, to have a decent average on punt returns. We need to have a decent average on kick returns if we do so decide to bring those out. And one of the biggest things that we definitely need to see is we need to see Kate York. We need to have those field goals made. 
field goals made, extra points made, making sure that when we get an opportunity to get the points, we capitalize off of it. Um, we can't have uh, extra points missed. Those are all things that are recipes for disaster when you're playing on the road and you're playing with a backup quarterback. And that's the reality of what the Cleveland Browns are doing right now. Um, also, going to need to, and this is the thing, penalties, penalties, penalties. The advantage that the Cleveland Browns have, the advantage is up front. But we don't need Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Dearness Johnson breaking off a 40-yard uh, run. And you hear, oh, and, and you know what? There's a flag down behind the line of scrimmage, and you know what that means? Looks like they're going to get a hold away from the football. Don't be holding away from the football. Don't be a hero. Listen, that block that you're trying to get, that's not that wasn't going to make or break the run play. Be smart. Understand where you are in context to the position in the field and the position to the ball, and understand sometimes it's better off not making a block, then causing a holding penalty, and now you got to bring that back. And then third, third for me is completing the passes you need to complete. Sometimes you need third and five or, or third and six. First thing you got to do is catch the rock. Sometimes you're going to have to get some, some, some yards after contact. And if you don't catch the rock first, it does us no good. That's on tunnel screams. That's on bubble screams. None of this is my bad. Yeah, we know it's your bad. Stop saying that and catch the ball. You know I'm looking at Anthony Schwartz. Just get it down, catch the ball cleanly, live to fight another down, and don't be tipping the ball because that usually leads to interceptions. For me, those are all three things that are you teach in middle school and they're available and they're things that you should be able to do in order to win a game on the road. Your thoughts? Uh, well, I couldn't agree with you more as far as the actual physical catching of the ball. Um, the other thing is, look, this the emotion, you can't go into this. Um, look, obviously, the, it, it's there between the Browns and Baker Mayfield. The relationship is there. And look, what everybody, anybody ever says, no, the wounds have not healed yet on either side. Um, and it's understandable. This is week one. The Browns need to let that emotion go. They need to understand that they are going to play the Carolina Panthers. They are not going to play the Baker Mayfields. Um, Baker Mayfield probably isn't even the biggest threat, probably isn't even close to it when playing this team. We know what Christian McCaffrey can do. Christian McCaffrey starts early, plays well. Then you're starting to look for things like Robbie Anderson, kind of a one-trick pony, Robbie Anderson. But his one trick, he's really pretty damn good at it. He gets vertical. We saw the Browns struggle with that at times. That is not something that is a big Factor in John Johnson the third's game. Denzel Ward, Greg Newsom, you have to be able to run with him. Uh, you know, you're going to get a little safety help, sure, but you're going to have to be able to run with him. Um, and that's, you know, one thing where if Christian McCaffrey's going well, they can capitalize because they can maybe try some play action deep shots to Robbie Anderson. You know, DJ Moore, it's going to be about tackling. It's always about tackling on the defensive side of the ball. You know, look, I mean, you can't have a guy catch a ball for three yards, then the next thing you know, it's a 13-yard reception. Granted, we didn't see a lot of the top players play in the preseason, so it's hard to ridicule them in that. But we did see this. I mean, the Eagles game, there were long, long sustained drives by the Eagles. The defense could not get out of the, off the field. Um, you brought up penalties. Week one, the Jacksonville a preseason game with Deshaun Watson out there. They wanted to get him some work. They ended up not. Why? Because there was penalties. There was nonsense. There was BS, not clean football. This team is too technically sound. This team is too talented on both sides of the ball to have stupid things like that, not tackling, and penalties become an issue. 
Um, it's going to drive Coach Stefanski nuts. It's going to drive everybody nuts if they, you know, basically shoot themselves in the foot. This game is too important from the fact that they never start 1-0. This game is too important from the mental aspect that they are playing Baker Mayfield. Um, this game is too important because if you go from pundits, maybe it's NFL.com, where they interviewed about 12 people and 10 of them have the Panthers winning and most of them have the Panthers winning easy. Um, I am not ready to believe in a second that this team in Carolina is more talented than Cleveland Browns. But the Browns have to go out there and prove it. Um, you know, Look, people are ready to point the finger at the Browns already. Understandably so. But you have to step up. You have to be ready. Um, there is no excuse. You're not going to Baltimore. You're not going to a tougher place like Kansas City for week one. You're going down to Carolina. Get the damn thing done. Um, you're not starting off with a division foe. You're not starting off with the Steelers or the Ravens or the Bengals. You're not starting off with Kansas City or anybody in the AFC West. You have the Carolina Panthers, who are a team that has breaking in a, a, another quarterback with a coach on a hot seat. These are games, if we want to finally say the Cleveland Browns are Super Bowl caliber teams, they have to beat teams like this, and it should be an afterthought. There's just no questions about it. Um, and again, everybody who tuned in for the Joe episode, uh, Joe Thomas episode, thank you so much. Appreciate that. Uh, over uh, 2,900 subscribers now. Let's get that last 100. Let's get that 3K before kickoff on Sunday. Uh, Lockdown Browns on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. Notifications on. So as soon as the content drops, it is there for you in your ears. Whatever podcast platform you use, make sure you're following, subscribe to the show. Five-star ratings, written reviews. Um, got some, you know, a little more in-depth here today with the Panthers. We'll do the uh, the crossover episode with Julian Council. Uh, we'll get a little bit more in-depth there, of course, with Julian, get his intake and see what the uh, Baker Media Circus has done for his life so far. Maybe offer a little counseling to our good friend. Um, so that'll be the next episode out. And, of course, a pregame show for you as we just continue to rock it out here this week. Garrett Bush, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, 11 to 1, Monday through Friday on YouTube. The um, Barbershop 92.3 The Fan, uh, Saturday mornings, of course, pre- and post-game show, uh, coverage on The Fan. Um, four Browns games, four Ohio State games. Sure you check, make sure you're checking Garrett out there. Following at GBush91, myself, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. The show, Lockdown Browns, follow back account. DMs are open. Everybody knows the drill. Um, and as always, we appreciate everybody who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen day in, day out. All that being said, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.